This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, what's going on? It's Metal Shop and Metal Shop Backstage Pass. You're listening to an interview with Chad Green, vocalist of Frozen Soul, a Fort Worth, Texas band uh, that just released an awesome record on Century Media, their Century Media debut called Crypt of Ice. Uh, how are you doing today, man? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Doing really good. By the time, by, um, I'm doing pretty good too. By the time people hear this, uh, it may be unveiled. But are, are you okay with uh, mentioning what you're doing right now? <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I'm actually picking up some uh, blocks of ice, some blocks of dry ice to be specific, um, to use for a uh, for a music video for our song Arctic Stranglehold. So, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you guys, do you guys have like a, a crew with you, some friends doing it? Are you guys doing it DIY? How are you guys setting up the video today? Yeah, it's all DIY. I mean, we do have friends um, that help us, mm-hmm. uh, but like they're like kind of, I mean, they help us. We do, we do everything together. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we have our friend Dave that actually shot some stuff for us pretty recently um for a for a cool like live stream event that we're going to be doing that's awesome so we just brought brought him on board again and I decided to uh to to work on a uh to work on this video um it's adding stuff to a video that was actually already made okay um, by tanner mccardle the same guy who did um he's the same guy who did the encased in ice music video sick um so yeah we we just wanted to add some stuff to it um, to really give the song like you know that push because that's really that song is one of our favorite songs on the record so we want to make sure that the video represents that absolutely man and, and congratulations on the release man i saw you know so many people sharing the page i saw uh sharing the album i saw trevor from black dahlia murder giving you guys some hype it was like all i could see on the day it was released and uh it's getting some great reviews i love the record uh congratulations man Thanks a lot, brother. Means a lot. Absolutely, man. So uh, I'm curious about how you guys got hooked up with Century Media. Were they just pumped on your uh, on your release on Maggot Stomp? Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think like you know we had some friends pushing for us too, like you know Eric from Gate Creeper and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But but Mike Gitter actually reached out to us. He's their vice president of uh, of A and R, and he just kind of was putting feelers out there and asking like what we were doing, what our plans were, um, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, once we, once we got to talking and once he, uh, I guess he liked what he heard and, you know, we, uh, 
yeah, we decided to move forward. But he had said that he had he had been seeing our name on social media for for a while. Yep. So, you know, we were on his radar. So, yeah, that that's how it all that's how it all started. I mean, it's it's been really sick. It's kind of crazy when you look at the Century Media roster and just think about all the bands that you're now label mates with, right? Like all the possibilities yeah. when the world opens up again, the possibilities for touring on like a Century yeah, Media wild. tour. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been wild, man. It's it's wild to be a part of that legacy, you know. <laughs> absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So what a weird time to be putting out your debut LP. Um, are you, uh, was this something you guys were working on, uh, during the pandemic or did you guys have it ready before? Um, we, uh, we had most of it ready before we thought we were done with it. Yeah. Um, and then, um, we just decided to revisit some things once we had, um, some member changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we ended up hammering it out, um, uh, probably like the end of February. Okay. And then, uh, and then everything kind of like, you know, news started coming in really about like, you know, the virus hitting the States, Mm -hmm. you know, then, you know, towards the middle of March, everything starts shutting down. Um, and we were in the studio at that time. So, uh, we're finishing up, um, recording and it was, uh, it was wild, man. It's, it's a real weird time to real weird time to be alive, you know? (laughs) absolutely man and and uh yeah it it is a weird time to be to be alive and it's a it's it's an odd time to put out an album but at the same time i feel like a lot of people you know we can't go out and we can't go out and like see you guys live and and watch you play live but we can always uh i feel like there's a a renewed interest in like albums and like discovery which is really cool yeah for sure i feel the exact same way um you know um we we were worried a lot. The the record was originally supposed to come out in November on November thirteenth. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that that obviously was not with the election and everything and oh yeah, the climate of, of our country and all that stuff. Like we we just decided to push it until mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. And, yeah, um, I honestly think it was I think it was really good. I think. Uh, uh, everything was very well received it was a lot uh it was a lot crazier and better than i thought it would be given like the pandemic and stuff like i was really worried that it was just going to cripple us but honestly like all the reviews like people having the time to do that stuff yep. um whereas normally they'd be working and you know or they'd be going to shows or yep. whatever you know doing things and they don't they can't so like the internet you know pop has actually been like I think has been better because of the pandemic actually. So, um, it's wild. It's, it's just really crazy how, you know, things happen sometimes and, and you just would never expect it. You know? Hey man, you got, you were re- rewarded. If you look at it this way, you were rewarded for taking a chance and just putting it out there. And, and you know, you were rewarded yeah, for, for, sure. for having that yeah. courage. Uh, yeah, that's how we feel. How, uh, how have you been staying sane, man? And, and that maybe is a, is a reach to assume that you've been staying sane, but, uh, during the last 10 months, how you been, you know, filling your time aside from, uh, getting the, the music ready and probably practicing and stuff? Um, well, I mean, to be honest, like we, uh, we, we've, we've just stayed on top of the ball, you know, yeah. we've, uh, we've, we've sit there and, you know, and kept practicing. We keep writing, we keep, you know. Uh, most of us live together. So, oh, cool. Um, so like we're able to, you know, still practice and 
all that stuff. Um, you know, work on new content. Uh, like I said, we're, we're continuing to do videos. So we're, we're going to, we're doing, we're doing a lot more videos and we're doing live streams. We have live streams set up and stuff. Um, and not just regular live streams, like actual events with other bands and stuff. So we tried to make it kind of, we tried to make it special. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just, just honestly trying to stay on top of my physical health. Nice. Um, I kind of got in a rough spot mentally at the, you know, it, to the beginning from the beginning at like right after we finished recording the record, uh, because I wasn't busy right then and there, mm-hmm. uh, anymore. Um, the pandemic hit me pretty hard. It hit all of us pretty hard. Okay. Um, but we were able to pick ourselves up and get back on the ball. And uh, I started, um, you know, I started going to the trail and hi- hiking and, nice. and working out six days a week. And, you know, like just trying to like prepare my body and my mind for the future and oh, yeah. stay positive and stuff. So you're going mean, to, that's going to help out when you guys are on the road, man. That's going to help yeah, out for sure. For sure. So yeah, we, we just, uh, and our, and our drummer, Matt has also been going to the gym with me every day and, yeah, we normally go hit the trail and then gym right afterwards and then go get lunch and stuff. So yeah. it's been good. It's been a good routine and uh, I'm back at work now. Nice. And, uh, you know, so things are things, you know, things were rough, but they got better. And I think we all learned a lot about ourselves and, you know, each other. So there's some good takeaway from it so far. Nice, man. Well, uh, I, I've only been to Texas uh, what was it? Four or five years ago, when I went to WrestleMania over at Dallas, uh, in Dallas, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and uh, but I do love some Texas metal, and the two bands that I think of most when I think of Texas metal are Power Trip, R.I.P. Riley Gale, and Pantera. Yep. What are two? If if we were going to do the the Mount Rushmore of Texas metal, assuming that you know Power Trip and Pantera are on there, what are two more that you could add to the Mount Rushmore of Texas metal? Um, most definitely Iron Age. Yes. Um, Iron Age, those, those guys are, you know, amazing, good friends and, uh, you know, incredible band. R.I.P. Um, Wade. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, That definitely didn't get the, definitely didn't get the attention they deserved. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you that. Um, and I'd say other than that, um, Devourment from Dallas. Oh, I love Devourment. Didn't realize they were a Texas band. mm -hmm. Yeah. They're from, they're from Dallas. So, uh, yeah, they're actually we're doing our live stream is actually with them in Creepy Death, so uh, we got like a cool event planned for that. But that's awesome. But yeah, man, that's 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 it. I mean, I mean, there's a ton more though. But, oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Those are those are two huge ones. So I, I saw. Are, uh, sorry to, to cut you off, but I saw that you, uh, you on your metal archives page. I saw that you used to sing for a band called Vulg- Vulgar Display. Assuming you're a Pantera fan uh, with the name like that for a band, what's your favorite Pantera album? um definitely uh cowboys from hell nice Um, but but i actually drummed for that band oh Um, okay i'm I'm a drum a drummer originally oh nice Uh, but uh but yeah that uh yeah definitely cowboys from hell that uh that album meant a whole lot to me as a kid Mm -hmm. and uh and i know that you know pantera has been catching a lot of you know flack lately for political and 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 whatnot views and and things that have been done and said but i mean i grew up you know i grew up you know listening to pantera mm-hmm. and, and they definitely uh impacted my life a whole lot in terms of heavy metal you uh, know and primal concrete sledge definitely like that song like 
straight up like impacted my drumming and how i i learned to like set up riffs and stuff like that so nice I don't think the impact and the importance of the Pantera album should be, uh, maybe, I don't think it should be downplayed by the latter-day sins of certain members. Uh, I think that the album should be able to speak uh, for themselves, man. Just good music. And and, and uh, as Doc Coyle uh, has said, from God Forbid, he said, uh, riffs don't have po- political leanings. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird topic, and you know, fully know. I don't fully know if I want to go into it, but it's it's I one of those things. Like at some point, like you know, you you have to, you know, you gotta you gotta stick by you know what you did. And if, if they did something really bad, you know, I can understand people not supporting them and stuff like that. And you know, I don't really think you have to support them at this point because you know they're not a band anymore. That's and, true. You know, two of the members aren't with us anymore. Yeah, it's so, not like they're touring. You know, and, yeah, so. I, I just choose, like, personally to, like, you know, when I think Pantera, I just think about my childhood, you know. My, For my sure. grandparents, My grandparents owned a club in Fort Worth, um, a rock venue called Savvy's oh, uh, cool. in the 80s. And, you know, that's that's one of the clubs Pantera got their start at. You know? Whoa. And so, like, when I was a baby, um, I was born in 86. Okay. And when I was, like, two years old... And three years old, I was up at the club all the time because my mom worked up there because it was, you know, her family's club. That's so sick. And like, I was literally, I literally, my, uh, my mom literally put me on Vinnie Paul's drums. Oh my God. And so like, and I mean, you know, those guys, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just a part of my childhood, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I, I don't, I, I stopped listening to them at a certain point. Yeah you know, because I was getting into other stuff and whatnot. But yeah, as I started getting deeper into the rabbit hole again in metal and, and learning more about the old school again, as I got older, I learned to just appreciate certain things about my childhood that I didn't realize were like so significant and impacting me. Dude, and that was definitely one of them. That's, I, that's some pretty cool moments, man. When, when you were a kid and being able to be a part of that and, and just, you know, growing up, I'm sure, like with your grandparents club growing up in the texas you know not necessarily just metal but just music scene and being around that art that's got to have made a major impact on you it did um i think it uh it 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 did so more like subconsciously because they lost their club uh uh like because of like zoning and stuff like that uh-huh. uh pretty like early on okay so i mean like I didn't get to experience that lifestyle or anything yeah. into being a teenager. Um, I once like they lost their club, like my mom, like got out of doing that old stuff. And, you know, it wasn't really about, you know, it was almost like it was kind of forgot about. Okay. Um, and then I came back to it when I was like 15 or 16 getting into heavier music again and then i started finding out all these stories and mm-hmm. stuff when i was a kid it was wild man wild to be like wow i did that i don't even remember yeah. when i was that old so it definitely explains why i am the way i am <laughs> well i i usually like to ask people like what was their first album but it sounds like you you know got into music at a young age or at least were exposed to music at a young age so let me pivot and ask this what was your first band t-shirt Oh man, uh, my first band T-shirt, man, it's crazy because as like a uh, you know when I could actually choose yep. shirts, um, 
you know, I was is when I started pivoting into like metalcore and stuff like that. Dude, no um, shame. I, my first my first band T shirt was a no doubt Tragic Kingdom shirt. So there's nothing. I actually, you, yeah. My first, my very first, like I had two of them actually. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, I don't. I think. I, well, they were both they were both Slipknot shirts. Okay. Uh. But Sick. I remember like when I was younger and I was at camp, mm-hmm. and I remember like uh, a guy, uh, another kid at the camp, like. He gave me his Slipknot shirt. Nice, because he was showing them to me, and he and and I was like, "Whoa, you know." And my mom had already like started to get me like CDs for Christmas, mm-hmm. like you know, Corn's issues and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And um. And so he was like, "Well, let me show you this." Oh. You know, showed me Slipknot, and I was like blown away. And yeah, you know that that. So I mean, that was probably my like my first shirt, and I remember like. That shirt was so small. Mm-hmm. It was so small on me, but I, I loved it so <laughs> much because it was so it was so extreme. Yep. <laughs> Sick. Uh, so, uh, what was your like entryway? Was was what was your entryway into death metal? Um. So I was probably when I got into like into like tenth grade. I think uh, is when uh, my friend, uh, an old friend I had named Daniel, showed me decapitated. Oh, what was it? Spheres uh, of Madness? Yeah, it was definitely Spheres dun, of Madness. Yeah. Yep. So he, he showed me that and he showed me some other stuff too. Like he showed me like what's old. He showed me like Old Man's Child. Oh, I'm yeah. Me, like black metal. And he showed me like, I'm trying to think. Give me you Borgir probably? He showed me. Yeah, he showed me them. He showed me like Immortal. He showed me uh, like, um, what was it? Uh, Vital Remains. Um. And I remember like, uh, you know, seeing like, and I don't, and to this day, I'm not, I don't really listen. I, I just have never really delved into vital remains. Yeah. Um, you know, which people probably shame me for, but you know, I just, I just never have, but I'll never forget that album cover. I don't even remember the name of the album, but with the, like the hammer coming down on Jesus. Yeah. 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 I was just like, what? Jesus. You know, it's funny. It's like, it's funny is some of those albums, uh, are on century media. So yeah. that's like full circle, dude. Yeah, man, it, cra- it is, dude. And it's also stuff like Shadows. He showed me stuff like Shadows Fall. Oh yeah, I know? love that Shadows Fall. And I was era. super into Shadows Fall, yep. and um, I I, get, I delved into like God forbid, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, I don't really remember much about them, but I remember like I was you know listening to them, and you know I was all over the place, man. Like I was all over the place listening to stuff. Even got into he showed me stuff like Fintroll. Oh, you okay. Know, he yeah. Me, like this band from, I think they're from Iceland called Battle Lore. Uh huh. Yep. I remember and Battle they're Lore. Like, they're, yeah. All like Tolkien based. Like, you know, they had like nine members. And, you know, like he just, he just, like, he was just like, oh, you, you know, you listen to Slipknot. Well, <laughs> here you listen go. Listen to this. You know, and he just started hammering me with Cannibal Corpse and, you know, everything. So that was kind of my like intro. And a lot of it, a lot of it, I wasn't really feeling back then, you know, and some of it takes warming up to, especially oh, yeah. when you're a kid and, you know, you're used to like Metallica and stuff. I remember uh, I downloaded, not, I love Metallica, but <laughs> I downloaded a youth of today song. I, granted, I love youth of today now, but I downloaded a youth of today song and I was like, no, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude. I remember when I went down my, um, when I went down the whole, uh, 
like hardcore punk route mm-hmm. and it took me a while to really appreciate some of the old school stuff yeah like from production and everything because what i was used to hearing as a kid um one of them was like 10 yard fight mm-hmm. like that hardcore pride album that was a really good one um and definitely like breakdown and, oh yeah uh, breakdown was really good and then uh who else was i like super into oh like madball oh yeah set it off so like when i yeah when i started finding those bands is i actually what pivoted me away from metal and then i started getting into like um i started getting into more hardcore because of the attitude and like and everything and it's crazy because it all came back around you know yeah i started a hardcore band then i started like being like man i'm always leaning towards the more metal sounding hardcore like integrity yeah you know um instead of the punk hardcore Mm -hmm. you know and and before you know it uh when i was looking for like inspiration to write you know all i was listening to was like obituary yeah metal bands and stuff and so then i'm like why am i playing this why don't i just play death metal yeah just play just the metal like yeah (laughs) yeah and so, I mean, I still appreciate all that stuff, but it's crazy how life comes full circle, you know, like you said, and everything, you know, it's weird. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm not going to take up all your time today. I know you guys got a video shoot, but I did want to ask you, uh, we all know the big four of American thrash metal, Megadeth, Anthrax, Slayer, and Metallica. In your opinion, since you guys are a death metal band, uh, in your opinion, if you had to, and this is all time, just your personal, what's your personal big four of death metal? Um, man, that's really difficult, dude. Um, so I'd say it's Bolt Thrower. Okay. Bolt Thrower, Obituary, Cannibal Corpse, and Morbid Angel. All right, dude. That was pretty easy for you, man. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, you, those bands must be pretty pretty influential for you. So um, before I let you go, if you could pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got that scar, Chad. <clears throat> um, well, I guess, uh... I guess the most important scar on my body is the one on my lower back. It's a tattoo of the Mortician logo. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, me, uh, our, our bass player, Sam is a tattoo artist and she gave it to me. And, um, and we were trying to figure out like, you know, we were talking about Mortician and how much we, we, we love them and how like, just just how funny it would be to get like you know a mortician logo tramp stamp and then she was like no i'm serious let's do it oh my god and I was that's like, amazing right, let's do it and we did it so <laughs> i have it <laughs> that's so sick well uh congratulations on the release of crypt of ice it's available now what's the best way to support you guys um since we can't you know see you guys live um, the best way to support us is just follow us on the social media that okay. platforms that we have twitter and instagram it's all frozen soul tx okay um follow us on spotify and uh you know hit the links that are in our bios and you know pre order the record yeah it's not pre-order it's out now but yeah, pick it up now. order the record and buy a shirt pick yeah. it up and listen to the songs share things support and you know and keep keep music going i mean most importantly just stay safe and keep your keep your friends and family safe so you can see us when shows open back up <laughs> absolutely man again chad green from frozen soul thanks bro Heck yeah yeah man have a good one you too this has been metal shops backstage pass